Well, everything you need to know about picking out a Christmas tree, a nice uh, light topic for a Friday afternoon. And if you're on a budget, we're also going to find out which trees are the most affordable. Craig Lenski joins us now, tree manager at uh, the tree lot manager at Antlia's, also the acting director of operations at Antlia's. He's here to talk trees with us. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, you're very welcome, Jill. Good to chat with you today. Well, we were chatting a bit about the fundraiser in general, but I thought it would be a good idea to talk specifically about the trees. People know that the tree lots are going to be opening up. And so let's talk a little bit about what people can expect and maybe how do you even start when you get to those tree lots and you see all the different types of trees? What advice do you give people on trying to perhaps find that perfect tree? Yeah, that's a great question. It can be a little bit overwhelming at first um, because the lots will be fully stocked with uh, with lots of trees. And uh, yeah, a lot of our customers don't really know where to start and, and, and what tree to select. Uh, we are selling seven different types of trees. Um, but we we tend to advise our folks to think about four things when selecting a Christmas tree. First thing is the size. We'll have trees that range in size from one foot tall to 10 feet tall. And so just uh, taking into consideration the size of your home or the living space that you're going to place the tree will determine you know, the height uh, that you want to buy. Um, they're all slightly different shaped as well. Um, some of our trees have that classic triangular kind of conical Christmas tree shape. Uh, but others, like an interior Douglas, for example, have more of a natural look. So their uh, so their branches are kind of more layered, a little more separated. Um, and then uh, the next factor, I think, is is color, uh, which may seem a little uh, a little silly because <laughs> all trees are green, um, but each tree has a different shade of of green. The needles are all slightly different and nuanced. Um, and then, and then the last thing that I think about is is the scent and 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 the fragrance. Uh, some trees have no or very little fragrance, while others, like a Fraser fir, for example, has a very woodsy kind of scent to it, or or a Grand fir has a has a fabulous citrus-like scent. And so, um, as our customers come into the lot, we have a little demonstration forest set up. All of our trees are there. Customers can get up close and personal, look at them, feel the needles, smell the needles, uh, ask our staff and volunteers questions, and they'll be well on their way to selecting a tree. All right. And you, you mentioned that right off the top, and I think that's often a big one, is you see the trees and sometimes they're already wrapped or you, you try and get a better sense of just how wide they're going to be. Because uh, as we know in Vancouver, there are, and Metro Vancouver, there are a lot of places we don't have a ton of space. So I know a lot of people probably are looking for those skinnier trees. Is there uh, a type of tree that is, is uh, more skinny or you're, you're more likely to get a skinnier tree with that type of tree? Yeah, absolutely. I'd, I'd recommend an interior Douglas. Um, and we, we are actually selling smaller, uh, like tabletop potted trees as well, Alberta spruces this year. So for small spaces, we can accommodate that. Uh, but even for some of the other uh, other types, like, like our more popular trees, the Douglas firs and noble firs, um, 
we can work with the customer and unwrap the tree and show them what the actual size will be as it as as the branches fall out uh, and then we'll help the tree package it up again uh, we'll even help them take it out to their, their vehicle and, and 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 help them get it in or on or on their vehicle to to take it home all right. So you mentioned as well uh, the different scents in which trees have the scents, or if you don't want to, perhaps that smell of the Christmas tree in your home. What about the needles themselves? And uh, anybody that gets a fresh cut tree knows you're probably going to be dealing with a lot of needles falling. Are there trees that are better or keep their needles on better? Yes, there are. And they're all slightly different. Um, I think at one end of the spectrum is is the noble fir. Um, you know, if you want a, a, a tree that's not going to lose many needles at all, and it it'll look the same way in five or six weeks after purchase, then then maybe that's the one you go for. Uh, maybe on the other end of that spectrum is the grand fir. Uh, a lot of people are attracted to to, to the beauty of that tree uh, and its fragrance. Uh, but it doesn't have as good of, of needle retention. And so uh, we can have those conversations with our customers and, um, and give folks that information so that they can, they can make their best choice. And we're talking about this in part because the tree lots are going to be opening up in just a few days. So if somebody is really wanting to get that tree and have it up for as long as possible, what are your best tips then as far as recutting the trunk perhaps before you put it up and then watering it or do you add other things to the water? What's the best way to kind of make that tree last? Yeah, that's a great question um, because the trees are still living and it's very important uh, to make a fresh cut um, off the base of the stem or the trunk. Um, and if you're taking your, your tree straight home to put up, we'll actually do that for you at the lot. Um, but, but if you're gonna delay putting up your tree, then you can certainly do that at home. Um, but really the, the best thing to do is to, is to put your tree in a clean tree stand uh, some folks may have stands from previous years. We do sell stands as well at the lots. Um, but the key is really to, to keep it watered. Um, um, water, 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 <laughs> and, and, and probably more water than, than you think. Um, certainly trees like Douglas firs and Noble firs will last well into January um, if they're well watered and um, and sheltered. And am I correct in saying if you let it go, if you let the water uh, dry up from the stand, does the base of the, the stem or the trunk, does it seal up again and does it make it so uh, that the tree won't absorb or won't drink as much water after? Yeah, that's exactly right. Exactly correct. And that's why we make that fresh cut. Right. And that's why you, so you want to keep water in that base all the time. You never want to let it go dry. Correct. And, and the tree stand is, is, is designed for that. Like the, the stand will hold about one litre of water. All right. Uh, Craig, we're hearing as well about uh, potential shortages of Christmas trees and prices going up. But how concerned or are you concerned about that? That's a, that's a great question. Um, uh, when... We're not concerned about, uh, about shortages. Uh, we've ordered our trees. We aim to sell about 7,000 trees 
this season. Um, we have long-term relationships with, with, with BC and, and, and Pacific Northwest tree suppliers. Uh, and we source our trees from the Kootenays, but also from Washington State and, and, and Oregon. Um, we had no issues last year with the flooding, and I think that was due in part because of the strong relationships we have with our, with our suppliers. We, we managed to get all of our inventory. Um, I am a little concerned this year um, with, with the current inflationary um, environment where we're living in. I think everybody knows that prices have gone up. Um, you know, our, our costs have gone up, our wholesale prices have gone up. We've, we, we've raised our tree prices slightly this year. Um, and, you know, I think everybody, everybody's making, making decisions about where they're spending their money these days. And so I'm not quite sure where that market is going to fall with, with, with Christmas trees. My hope is that, um, you know, Christmas is such a tradition that, you know, having a tree and, and, and lighting it up and, 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 and bringing that festive spirit into a home um, will, you know, will endure and, and, and bring a little, bit of, uh, a little bit of joy and happiness to families this year. Oh, for sure. Uh, which trees then would you say, if somebody is, is coming in and on a specific budget for trees, which trees would you say are, are the most affordable? I would point people to our interior Douglas and also our Alberta spruce trees. And, you know, if folks are, if folks are really on a, on a budget, we also have um, a good selection of Christmas wreaths. Uh, we work with with the local artisan on Vancouver Island who who delivers um, hundreds of, of Christmas wreaths to us each year as well. All right, that's a good option as well. Just before I let you go, I understand uh, also Aunt Leah is still looking for volunteers if people want to get involved. And is that the case if there are people that maybe want to come out and help out? Yeah, absolutely. Um you know, really, the the the, the success of, of of the tree lot is is all due to our volunteers. Uh, last year, we had about 300 volunteers come out and 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 help us sell our trees. And so, uh, yeah, if anyone is interested in 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 volunteering, please uh, please go to our our website. Um, we have all the details there. Uh, there's a direct uh, direct contact information for our volunteer coordinator. Um, and uh, we would love to. We would love your support and love to see you out this season. All right, we'll leave it there. Craig Lansky, thank you so much for joining us and for giving us the lowdown and everything people need to know about picking out that perfect tree. Thanks so much, Jill.